0: Somehow she's made me feel sad About a song that I've heard before Like the, the original version of Red I have the physical version It's on my phone It's there But somehow Her re-releasing it Has given me the same excitement As when it first came out And you're telling me That a woman is not important I don't know why They underestimate her They're so stupid Maybe because uh, They thought I her the herself woman. With the
1: same album She was saw herself, herself-
2: Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Clued Up podcast, your new favourite popular culture and music podcast. I'm Reena. I'm Asma. I'm Ray. And today we are doing a remote episode, which is why the sound is going to be a little bit higgy-haggot. Yep. And okay. Ray,
1: Ray's in Barcelona because it's her
0: birthday. I'm oh, um, older oh, shit. Older oh, shit. <laughs> oh, let me not get depressed, but yeah, boy. I was going to make a joke, boy, yeah, kids. but... Samira's not here to burn herself.
2: Well, I said it. Ray is with Samira, so do it, and then she used to tell her.
1: Well, you're not as old as Samira, so that's what I was going to oh.
0: say. <laughs> I, love it. Said, I can't lie. That a bad influence. I can't lie. This burns a bit because I'm close now. I'm in the middle, so this burns a bit still.
1: It always is. You've always been in the middle, so
0: yeah, you know, but like. 23.
2: Did you know my surname. I was going to say, if you were 24, I'd mad.
0: No, there's no way. That's, that's next year, please. I'm ready to drop off a cliff. I've got 364 <laughs> days.
1: That's I oh, please. I'm, I'm 23
2: in six months, so I'm halfway there. Guys, I'm literally the worst friend ever. I don't know a single... Do you know, the only reason I even know Busher's birthday is because... We went out for her birthday and I got my passport renewed the day after. Do you know, you can't forget her birthday because you're the same age. No, well, I can. I don't remember half of my friends my own age's birthdays. Ones that I've known longer than her as well. I, I am terrible with birthdays. Do you know yours? No. <laughs> August 3rd? Oh. August what? <laughs> Just wanted to check.
1: <laughs> oh, that's oh. mad. Do you know me? I have a, like I have a, a mad memory for these dumb things like... Ask me bloody Pythagoras' theorem, no clue. Birthdays, I can tell you people that went to primary school's birthdays. Same,
0: it's and they don't probably in mind. Blood.
1: Pythagoras' theorem. But same, yeah, I, I know, know
0: random, random shit, random facts <laughs> about random people, and they will never know.
1: Literally. I don't know why I rem- we remember these things, but for some reason I can't remember my education. <laughs> Do you think there's a meaning behind it? No, I just think it's easy to
2: remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's I strange. think there is. I think... um no, because I study history. I'll be damned if I remember any dates. I don't remember birthdays either. It's fair enough. But, but th- when I did history, I, I remember dates very well. <laughs> this is the thing. I also feel like um, with school, the reason why you don't remember things from school is because you were learning so many things all the time. So it's so different than like when you were doing A-levels or you're only learning four things, which was already too much. And then when you're doing your degree, it's just easier to remember things by your degree. That's true.
1: That's crazy. Actually that's no, cool. I, don't, I don't remember, any, literally I remember zilch that I learned on my degree. I think I remember more I learned in A-levels than I did on my degree. Like it's actually a joke, I, I know nothing about my degree. Um,
2: that's wild, I remember everything.
1: about it. I, I don't know how, how I got that paper. I really don't know how I did it, because I don't remember anything. thing, and it was like, I Just yolo that. it,
2: Inshallah and Vibes,
0: that's all it was. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's 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 cool. it. Exactly that, exactly yeah, that's that's that.
2: Isn't it cute? It's cute. Yes.
0: Frankie. For context, um
2: uh, how would you describe a bati?
1: It's a basically a sleep gown. Shower. A nightgown.
2: <laughs> I think yeah, everybody like, who listens to us should know a bati is whether they're Somali or not.
0: It's true, but like I wouldn't call it a nightgown, you know, like because if, when I think of a nightgown, I think of like I don't know, something a bit silk if that makes sense. Bati yeah. is more than a nightgown, it's like a tire yeah, one
2: Guys, it's like an olden day nightgown. You know, like the ones that all the um Victorian ladies used to wear. Mm. It's like it's not lie. They still sell stuff like that in bloody was Sorry. I mean, it's true. Oh, so wild. If, well, if I lived on campus at any point in my life, I'm 100% sure I'd end up going to uni in my party.
0: <laughs> there was a party there at uni once. I remember, I remember it very
2: well. Up. I did not go in.
0: Fan- fantastic. I did. I just didn't wear one. I was not getting <laughs> on the TV about that. Sorry. But nah, it yeah, no, like it's
2: better. Why were they repeating fucking repeating things for both of our
0: The Creativity was a minus two that year. That's why they ran out of ideas.
2: Anyway, let's go on to our first pop culture discussion. I don't even know if this counts as pop culture, but Travis Scott, you're going to hell. You, Do you are know what's so mad? Hell,
0: yikes! Quote, quote, unquote. It's popular culture, but it's sad popular culture. Like so, so sad. So for those who don't know, um, I want to say this time last week, there was the World Festival where Travis Scott, you know, he comes out, does this thing, does this big old show, brings out occasional friends. And this time, um, I don't remember where it was held, but it's somewhere in America. Um, I feel like it was in one of them yeehaw states. I don't remember which one, but let me just check it quickly so we have our facts correct. yee states. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it, it was okay. I'm so sorry. I said Yeho State, it's not Yeho State, it's in Houston, Texas. Let me respect that's Beyonce. a State, U- U- like, U- yeah. But yeah, but like, Beyonce is from there, and uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to get beehive on my neck in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> essentially, he had a festival where what should have been people coming and having a great time and going home ended up with eight casualties, um, people getting injured people dying at the event, people getting fainting, um, passing out, like the whole thing was shambolic as hell. And I have never, ever, ever thought about the idea of like going to a show. We briefly touched on it like last week, but more obviously details came out. But I never imagined going to a show or a festival, or anything like that, which I find uncomfortable anyway, actually resorting and people getting injured and people actually dying and people, people being in hospital fighting for their lives there's literally a nine-year-old boy who is in the ICU fighting for his life and, you know, in shock, like, he makes it. But I just, I couldn't believe something like this could happen, especially as, like, all three of us, we're, we're, I'd like to consider regular concert goers, some more regular than others, i.e. me. But, like, it's something that we do enjoy and to think that you could have gone and get trampled and pass out and potentially die is so mad to me. And mm-hmm. what's been mad as well is that, People have been having like takes online and like, you know, trying to figure out who's to blame and people obviously blaming him, and all that kind of stuff. But um, not to say like who's to blame, but a lot of things went wrong. And I don't think it's fair for people to just blame one person. It's more of a whole group of people that failed all these people. Yeah. yeah what do you guys think?
1: Bro, risk assessment checks were not passed because what the hell? Like, I don't know, like, with big events, you have so many, like, contingency plans for shit like this, where people breaking in and this and that, like, where people are broken into wireless countless times, but, like, there's always a plan, there's always enough security, there's always enough paramedics, there's always enough something, bro, and do you know what's killed me out of all of this, yeah? You know, people are strange, but also the fact that TikTok has suddenly made it a, a thing of, like, look at my fave, my fave. Um, um, knows how to do health and safety my favorite. they do that shit the all the
2: time and it's always about the most fucked up things like they love using it as like a oh my favour is better than yours but it will be about like your fave is the most xenophobic racist prick and they'll be comparing those things and now they want to compare lives lost at festivals that your fave held are you insane
1: literally I'm so seeing so many so many t- loads of them have been about Adele though um, t- TikToks of like people stopping the shows and like saying oh look there's someone oh the, the one about Adele that was really lit because it was one of them was like Glastonbury so this uh, my stage manager came out during Glastonbury and said guys everybody make 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 a pathway right there so that people can get out like it was it was it was quite good um but like all the other ones I was thinking what what point are you trying to prove like I don't know it's a bit mad
0: but yeah Do you know what's so mad that? about that it's like you're trying to prove a point but We're ignoring the facts here. Like a lot of these, a lot of the people that I saw that they were comparing to were like smaller shows, smaller artists. They weren't festivals with quote unquote 50k people. Like I've been to shows and stuff where people are getting obviously squashed as hell at the front. But it's a small venue. The person can see them. You can't avoid people being squashed in front of you. You can evidently see security picking them up. And tossing it over that barrier. I've seen it many times. And this I've also like been to I'm shows like, where...
2: Yam Carnival as well, when she went Yeah, to... like... It was, like, someone who passed out and everyone crowd surfed them to the front.
0: Yeah, and, like, I've seen people be like, yo, stop the show. But what I found, I'm not going to try and advocate for Travis at all, because I don't know him from Adam. But one thing that people were saying was that he could, quote-unquote, see a lot of what was going on. And what I was thinking was, well, put it this way this guy is high up on the stage it's 50k people all this guy could most likely see is lights and then the only know-
2: reason why people are saying that was because there was um so like even with bts and them lot they always have like the stages where you can like walk down and it's like yeah you're still seeing a lot of lights but he did like he at one point he did see someone who was passed out mm. and had a fit and he did call over medics but it's like Dude, the medics were untrained, so he he could see he could. Plus, if you're looking down, and like when you're walking down onto the side stage and you're looking down, and you're seeing an entire pit of people, people would walk towards the pit and then disappear into it, as in not even mm. standing all together, as in all falling. But yeah, I'm not. I I am putting blame on Travis as well as like his entire team. Um, yeah. him encouraging people to already flood astro world as if yeah. it wasn't already over like the tickets had sold out so that was that was the health that the thing is with the numbers that they allow it's always a health and safety reason so the fact yeah. that you're not telling people oh no it's fine to like run in wireless has almost shut itself down multiple times and people have done that shit because it it becomes yeah. and it's just so i really feel like this entire thing is going to cause a change in the way that we have festivals and the way that we yeah have health and safety about these events because I'm not going to lie, they are very dangerous.
0: But you know, I don't understand. What I don't understand is like, obviously what happened was awful, but there were so many things that went wrong that led up to it. How can you have medics that are untrained? People train, like their role that day is to do CPR and they don't know how to do CPR. They're looking at um, like civilians in the crowd who are, you know, obviously trained nurses on their day off, looking at them to give people CPR. You know, there's somebody... I know the cameraman. It's not his fault. Like that's not his job. But I can't lie. Like if somebody is coming up to you and saying, "Yo, people are dying," would it have been so much to just maybe, you know,
2: just point them to the right person? Been saved in the moment. When yeah, that girl and that guy were trying to get the show like stopped. If he had taken out his fucking walkie-talkie and told them, "Hey, I just told I'm somebody that people are dying." it would have gone around like that's
0: how the community I know like works. I'm sure he was just doing his job but I don't know like if someone hope, came to I me and said with guilt right now well like, I hope he 100% because if somebody is saying like if somebody is in hysterics they're clearly not joking while you're not able to do anything yourself personally I'm sure there is a line of communication that you have with somebody that can you know pass on the message like there's just no there's no reason how something like that should have happened because a I can guarantee you there was more than 50 k, thousand people there because, you know, like you said, he has a culture of telling people to over-swarm and all of that and go crazy. And people obviously took it literally this time. It was overcrowded. Should have been better security. Once that, you know, there was, once the venue was like over-capacity, someone should have said, yo, we need to lock this thing off. And allegedly, I don't know if it's true because I did see it on like, I think TMZ or the Daily Mail and I read those with a pinch of salt. But allegedly, and this might be the police covering their back, allegedly somebody warned, you know, the committee, the the Travis Committee, that the show was looking dangerous and they were advised for it to not go on. And it went on anyway. But the reason why I say allegedly is because obviously this has come out, you know, five, six days after. And, you know, everyone's trying to dash the blame and say, hey, it was not me, it was them, it was them, it was them. But ultimately, every single person involved, in that show has failed those people and the lives have been lost because of just pure carelessness. Like, I heard that the security on the day were you could have, like, they weren't proper, proper trained security. It was one of them, like, stewarding jobs where you can just sign up the day before and not even be like that qualified. Like, it's just
2: mad. And the worst thing is, like, when you saw um, Travis started deleting his tweets, like, as oh. soon as the whole thing, yeah, after what the ones one, where he
0: encourage people to go nuts
2: yeah encouraging them to go nuts any kind of inflammatory language telling them to rage stuff like that he started deleting like mass deleting those tweets and the video that he posted Travis Scott just seems like a psychopath to me I'm not going to lie to you seems like some type of sociopath because the way that he had come onto his IG and was just rubbing his forehead not a single tear in sight just sounding, yep. and then the better help thing. <gasps> guys, I was so mad when I saw that. I couldn't believe when he was that. offering. Give context, a- so, context. So basically, guys, Travis Scott had offered a month of free therapy to anybody affected by, you know, the festival where they were most likely having to give CPR untrained to other people, having to watch dead bodies under their own feet. Yeah. He decided, oh, I'm going to give you a month of free. Um, I'm going to give you a month of free therapy. And then I read more onto it and there was a solicitor in the thing talking about it saying, do not take this because the minute you do any kind of, um, you're essentially, I don't know, BetterHelp is run by Facebook. And when you use BetterHelp as like a part of your law deals and stuff like that, you can't have a lawsuit against Astroworld because you took the month of free therapy which is so fucked up because no, you guys deserve oh. for everything you are worth. I want to see Travis Scott broke now, bro. I'm so sorry. Bro, and on
0: top of that, I read somewhere that, um, like he obviously, it's, a, it's still a partnership. So you ca- every time somebody stands up for a 30 day free trial, he's um, cashing a check. Someone's getting a check off at the back of people dying, people getting trampled, people getting traumatised. Probably gonna have PTSD. You probably no never go to a show again. And while you're there, rubbing your temples, you know, giving us the Oscar Act of the way of the year, <laughs> you're still cashing a check off the back of this tragedy. Like, I just, I know people are sick here, yeah, and I should, I should know that. But, hundred percent, it's given, it's given sociopath, like it's, it's given cyberpath. That is super, super, super fucked up. And it's just so funny because I want to say Travis Scott has been so lucky, and I say that because. I'm surprised something like this hasn't happened before. Just naturally with the way that he tells people to, you know, to mob and to swarm and to ignore security. And really, he's really grown this culture of, like, rabidness and just complete insanity at his shows. Like, there was something in 2014 where I'm pretty sure he got in trouble with the law because of how much he was, like, inciting people to go nuts. And I personally just want to say I'm very, very, very on board with the fact that we should just abolish mosh pits and all of that completely because if we're going to change the way that shows move in the like in the future i beg let's get rid of mosh pits they're not comfortable yes. i don't understand like
2: them you, mosh pits aren't even the problem to me because mosh pits have been done safely in the past for years i'm talking literal decades it's been such a like integral part of like rock and metal shows but yeah. the culture amongst like And this isn't me trying to say, oh, there's more like violence in hip hop fans, or anything like that. I'm just pointing out the obvious that even though this has been that this has been like a small problem with like Glastonbury and stuff like that in the past. It's never been to this extent. And at metal shows, there's like a culture of if someone falls in the mosh pit, you pick them up. You don't trample Mm. over them. And so I don't even think it's really mosh pits. I think it's more to do. I don't enjoy mosh pits. I don't like them. I stay out of them. If I see them happening, I'm going the other way. But at most events, unlike Travis's ones, you are prepared for the mosh pit to happen. You hear the say, you know, they're starting a pit. You get warned, you get warned so everyone can leave that if they don't want it. At Travis's ones, it's more of like a spontaneous thing. And Travis Scott, fans are just very violent vile people I'm gonna say it because there should not be this culture where you just continue stomping on them you're supposed to help people when they fall in the mosh pit you're supposed to get them out of there They do not seem like they want to be in there anymore people were talking about their own experiences in past mosh pits and like events where mosh pits happen and they were saying listen my bra came undone and like 40 metal guys helped me put my top back on and got me out of there this isn't a normal event and this isn't the normal place where Mosh Pits should be happening. A hundred percent. Um, I guess when I say
0: abolish Mosh Pits, really what I mean is that it's quote unquote like hip hop and rap culture. Because like you said, it has been going on for time in like the rock and metal scene. They know what songs require a Mosh Pit because there's been many shows too where people have started a Mosh Pit and the song is close to a ballad. Like there's nothing to Mosh to here. You lot are flinging each other and let's be real, it's always that the girls in the crowd that get affected the most, it's just, it makes no sense. And that this is what Travis is to blame for, is because he's cultured a specific type of, like, mosh culture where this is, like, Travis Scott is the hill people are literally willing to die on. You know, when you rampage security and you dash people and you just be unsafe and it's just, I don't know, it's definitely a ego thing involved because, I guess, to the person on stage, especially in, like, hip-hop rap culture, I guess it makes them feel good when everyone's flinging each other because that's a form of expression that you like what's going on and you like the songs. But if we're going to change how, you know, we use festivals, we see festivals, obscurity, something's got to be done about this rabid motion culture. Either we go and, you know, do it the way that it was meant to, like the metal and rock fans do, or we don't do it at all because um, the fact that people here were not just motion, they were literally stepping on each other, high off their nut there wasn't any like um proper proper regulation in terms of like underage people getting alcohol all sorts of drugs going on to the point where people were stomping at each other not even caring that people are dying and when there was an ambulance trying to get out there were motherfuckers on the ambulance people were jumping on them wouldn't let it leave like it was something demonic was in that air i wouldn't even like to but <laughs> it's just he he got he gotta do better like that apology was also us you know kind of trying to make you seem sound like I don't know like do you know he's standing there? he's rubbing his temples and trying to make it seem like he's so down in the dumps blah 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 but when you really you were doing party after party after the show like you were fine um it's just the whole thing was so distasteful poorly handled to hear the better help thing on top of that it's just it's just so 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 mad and I hope I really hope nothing Feel like that ever ever happens again. Not here, not there, not anywhere. And to all kind of like shows that encourage mush culture that aren't done in a nice way. I beg you not stop because it's just it's just unsafe. I, I, it's, I'm sorry, it's like might blow my mind that people are actually fighting their lives. I've overseeing Travis Scott. Like of all people Travis Scott. I know he's huge in everything, but like it's just so mad to me. You know, yeah. This whole conversation I might
1: sound Dumb saying this because I'm gonna sound dumb saying this, but where did Covid go? Because I swear to god, there's still corona in the streets. Why is it hey, why, is that it, is, is, why are even 50,000 people in the same place? It's me anxiety,
0: right? Here's listen, that's not a dumb question because I thought the same America, thing because America first,
1: that's why it's a dumb question because yeah, <laughs> we know that country.
0: <laughs> it, no It's just inshallah and vibes over there, but you know what? That's the first thing I thought. Because when people were talking about like the lack of security and the lack of like people watching what's going on, I don't know. The first festival back, still in the pandemic, should the security have been more on job? Like we're still in COVID times. I know damn well nobody's checking if people are vaccinated or not because that has never happened since. But I sat there and said, "How did somebody become overcrowded in a time where capacity is still being controlled?" Like I, I don't get it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe Texas is on their own, like, that's the thing. I think Texas is probably on their own vibe of COVID. Yeah, Maybe they've probably. surpassed it and we didn't know.
1: Yeah, probably, probably. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think they've surpassed it. They're a state, they're a red state. They're, a, they're probably just like saying, fuck the pandemic. It's What's it's
0: it's a pandemic? Prayer and vibes when it comes to COVID. It's prayer, prayer and vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus will save us. <laughs> Jesus <will>
2: save us. <laughs> Jesus will save them from the pandemic, hopefully. Throw, I don't know where
0: I've Throw your masks away! Y'all look ridiculous.
1: Mm-hmm. Guys I have it, uh, rice. I have rice. I don't COVID need to
0: get I don't don't need to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. COVID is a hoax, mm-hmm. <laughs> you
2: guys. Our newest, our newest um, villain of the week, Jake Gyllenhaal, stand up and accept your crimes, you pervert. <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal needs to pay for his crimes. This nigga is evil. Did we all watch all too well? bro did i watch it or did i
1: analyze it watch it watch it backwards watch it and rewind watch it back to front watch it upside down watch it sideways uh Mm -hmm. watch it with subtitles in a different language
0: (laughs) it was done guys it was done all too well the video
1: (laughs) it was done all too well well. oh my god guys i've never been so obsessed with the 10 minutes as in i've had the song on repeat as if it's a it's like it's just I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's the lyricism for me, man. This bitch, this Taylor <sighs> Swift. Oh my god, guys, guys! I can't like. First of all, when the song came out, like the bro, I was up at midnight when um not midnight, four AM or whatever when it dropped. Yeah, five AM. That yeah, But we'll get to that um thing. Uh, like five AM, four AM. I was awake when um Red dropped yeah first. Before I looked at anything else, before I touched anything else, before I smelled anything else, I went straight away to All Too Well. And I went and listened to the whole song. And I, I was just like, sis said I was spilling all the tea. Like, she said. that was the original song. As in, like, she originally had this all in her, like, bloody, I don't know. She had this all. And, you know, yeah, I was watching an interview. She was saying how, like, when she recorded it initially, it was just a straight up, like, started just riffing, singing and whatever, whatever. And her band, it was just like straight on t- 10 minutes of her just, like, pouring it out. Why did she not put down the original to be fair, yeah, I feel like God has a standing. Yeah. And, like, God knew she was re-recording everything. So, like, God had this all planned out. Like, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord had this all planned out. We're doing there.
0: things. But do you know what? I thought to myself, like, you know what? Let's be real. If she had dropped the 10-minute song 10 years ago, it was a different climate. I don't know if it would have worked.
2: But there's so much for the fact- realistic. People would have jumped her.
0: Yeah, and plus people hated her back then. Like, she had her stance. But back then, the narrative of She's a Horror was at its peak. Especially in mm-hmm. 2012. But the fact is, the fact that you can sit there and make a 10 minute song, which probably started off as a song that was half an hour, about somebody that you felt so heartbroken about, who was, again, like 10 years or whatever older. I would just say, you know what? This girl has really had emotions from like the age of five, because you're telling me a 10 minute song about how someone did you dirty, met your parents. And managed to make you feel so heartbroken, you are compelled to write a long uh, song. and listen to the whole thing, and like the lyrics couldn't have been clearer at this point. It couldn't have been any clearer. Gynecologist, she... bro.
1: It's kind of like. He, he, <laughs> he, he, bro, you guys, I'm never going to. Bro, there's one line here in the song here where I'm never going to get over it because it's so fucking funny. Like, it's hilarious. I was never good at telling jokes, but the punchline goes I get older, but you'll never stay my age. <laughs> And then when you go Google, when you go Google who he's is, who is currently with, so this is 20 something and he is 40. Oh my
2: God. She's 25. He's 25. She's the same age as friggin' Tom Holland. I'm talking born in 96. <laughs> Why are you going Lord. after God born in 96? You puss. Pa- this, this I giving And you know what's so does not remind you of Scott. Talking about, like. um Scott is Sandra, worse. <laughs> her choosing to drop this 10 minute song now with this current political climate is so important because back in the day no one thought it was weird that this 30 year old was dating a 19 year old no one thought that was even and it's only now that we're really calling out men and women for preying on kids in their late teens because people think oh 18 is legal which means I can date even if I'm a 18 year old and now people are realizing holy shit 18 year olds are actually really dumb and all of us who grew up with Taylor Swift and, da, 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 and you know, thought she was a grown-ass woman when she was dating these guys. She really wasn't. outgrow her ages and we're like, if a man that age even looked at me, I'm calling the police. Because I'm calling I'm i the, call the police. Her, like, and this is just also like once. It's happened to her twice. Yeah. John Mayer, wallahi, your time is coming. When Speak Now comes <laughs> out, <You're next>. you better <laughs> get Scooter to give her back her royalties right now. Guys, yeah. you want to know
0: fun facts? Do you want to know a fun fact about um, Scooter and the Mandaya? Allegedly, they didn't actually think she was going to go through with the re recordings. So, like, when they were doing their pasta pasta on the internet, and she said, Well, my contract says from November 2020, I can re record. I don't. They didn't. Well, apparently, they didn't take it seriously. So they didn't obviously, know now that she's
2: Taylor Swift, well, lie, they didn't think that. They thought she'd probably think, "Oh my God, I'm not going to get the same amount of views." She is Taylor Swift. Her she fame
0: grown. Bro. Her fame somehow,
2: grown. somehow, she's made
0: me feel sad about a song that I've heard before. Like this, the original version of "Red." I have the physical version. It's on my phone. It's there. But somehow, her re-releasing it has given me the same excitement as when it first came out. And you're telling me that a woman is not important? I don't know why they underestimate her. They're so stupid. Because I, they thought her her herself with the same album. She was sold herself with,
2: with the this same is, album. She's the Same woman who literally wrote all of her own songs. By How was all sunk into them? She didn't need men. songwriters jumping on trying to make it sound better. She had that. Part. And the thing is, I'm not even a Taylor Swift fan. Never have been. I just know way too many of her songs because she's a good writer. And you know what, though? Bitch. this woman's so intelligent. Well, because, guys, watching Sadie Sink and Dylan O'Brien lips made me physically sick. And you sick. know what's so important about that? We watched Sadie from when she was 15 years old on Stranger Things till now when she's 19. We watched Dylan O'Brien since he was in his like late tw- in his early 20s all the way until his late 20s that's the exact same as the people back in the day who saw Jake Gyllenhaal and Taylor we they saw Taylor as a 15 year old girl you know this little country sweetheart and they saw Jake in his film man. so it was the exact same vibe but for some reason our generation finds it so much more revolting for Dylan to even look at Sadie than their generation thought it was. But you know
0: what's so yeah. fucked up? Do you know what's also so fucked up about like the time when Red came out. It's the fact that people were calling her the whore and like the hoe, and it was like all the blame was on her. Bro,
1: when it time, was the man. The time that Red came out, yeah, she was dating Harry Styles. Yeah, she was hey, dating Harry me. Styles. <laughs> the, tw- the, the 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 teeny boppers were calling her a cradle snatcher. Because she dated someone that was four years older than her, younger than her. But the, the album, the album she was releasing, the album she was dropping, was about a man that she dated that was 10 years older than her. And nobody but Adonai. Their double standards were double
2: standardings. They were double standard no, were doing we, times, They were even doing yeah. times four.
0: <laughs> no, no, they were squared. They weren't time, doubled anymore.
2: If I could go back in time, the number one thing I would do is take Taylor and hold her and shake her and say, don't date, Tay- don't date Harry." Please don't date Harry because her dating Harry was like a. It catapulted it. Wallahi! This woman's reputation was completely destroyed just because she decided to date a One Direction member. And you know what? I would go to every single woman who dated him and said, "Don't date him." Every single woman. Oh, that t- t- single t- t- one dating one Harry Styles
1: means um, setting yourself up for a lifetime of threats.
2: And I'm the issues, yeah. Teenage girls who were One di- Directioners at the time. Well, like when people are bringing up, oh my god, you know how like, we make fun of Taylor Swift fans? We make, I make fun of them all the time. I'm like, oh, Taylor Swift will flop an album and then they'll blame misogyny for it. They blame misogyny for everything. However, you, under- you direction is at that time, wallah, you're a misogynist. Heavy misogynist. Don't worry, I was there exactly. too. I was well, ashamed to say I like Taylor Swift at the time.
1: Exactly. I was ashamed. Me, I was thinking, oh my god, street, Harry was. Styles and Taylor Swift. I thought that was adorable because I thought, oh, the two biggest, like, you know, young stars. But the fact that they sit on the timeline,
2: so mad, they would get so mad at even the idea, and they started like just making stuff up about the poor woman.
0: Yeah. Like, it's like, it's just, I'm ashamed to say today on my birthday and to make a confession, I held the Rudd album in my hand. I went to go see this woman in Westford at 5 a.m., and I also contributed to the slander because of the pictures of Harry Styles. I'm sorry, I was part of them. This is my confession. I'm 23 now. I'm a, I'm a better woman, I promise. But. <laughs> I couldn't, But yes, it was wrong It
1: was, very it was wrong. so wrong It was so wrong We'd done her so di- Do you know what's so crazy? Like that time Red is like probably the first Taylor Swift album I actually listened to in proper, like, I actually listened to the album Before that it was more like I knew Love Story I knew You Belong With Me I knew the singles I knew the hits, right? Red really introduced me to Taylor Swift But at the same time I was ashamed to be Saying I liked Taylor Swift Because I was a directional Like it was just like It was a turmoil It was very much turmoil At time times But no, that, this re-recording is just, I don't know what it is, man. I just, I felt so excited all over again. Like, I was what, like 13 when this came out, 14 originally, and now I'm just all excited. And the fact that 22 has been re-recorded when I'm 22, I'm just, can't, I can't get over it. Like, guys, when I was like, when I was back in like, my teenage room, right, I had like, I painted like, um different lyrics of songs onto my, like, onto a piece of paper and onto my wall or whatever. I had the lyrics, happy, free, confused and lonely, on, on, on my, on my wall. And uh, it's so crazy now that I'm actually 22 and she's re-recorded it. I don't know why. It's just giving me, it's giving me, I don't know, know full circle moments. Do you know what?
0: She must have just known that I was turning 23 soon because... She said, two days before your birthday, enjoy. (laughs) She said, two days before you turn 23, enjoy the last days of 22 with the new version of 22. I appreciate Mm. this woman so much.
2: (laughs) is well like, we've actually been through it man like all of our faves are actually hitting their 30s now bro hitting, oh
0: god, hitting them 30. bro beyonce is 40 um Taylor is 32 i
2: was watching this next year. oh my god i was re-watching um awesome powers the other day and i was just watching like you know all of the music videos as well of like the songs that were made just for the film and oh just the 2004 times when we were like babies and we were seeing all of this happen we're never gonna get that again like we're never gonna get that same no offense to like obviously more modern artists whatever yeah we're never gonna get cool, the but... excitement that we had yeah. of watching Beyonce completely dominate the music industry of, you know what it is and Swift and Harry and all yeah. of the um, direction Justin Bieber like that level of like standing I really wish we could just go back to it yeah
0: do you know what it is um I guess this is what Clean Up is here for, to remind you of them times that we're never going to get back. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but but it's true, like, there's just... I don't know who in today's age, yeah, like, if I think about the last three years, who can re-release an album in, like, 10 years' time that I'm going to give a shit about? Mm-hmm. And I have had, I've, I've listened to many albums over the past three years and I've thought to them about the only person... The only person I could think of that can kind of redo things again and send me back is probably Ariana Grande, and that's it. Mm. Other than that, like I don't know, I don't know who else I could could remind me of my youth. That's
1: true. Yeah, you know what it is. I really that's this is the thing I always say, guys. Every single week on podcast, music don't hit like it used to no more. Like, Mm -hmm. but and also, but also, like it also. I don't know if anyone's like that. Like that level of fame. I don't know. We'll come back in ten years. What um and
2: none see but like none of the newbies are ever going to give me the vibes that you know justin bieber and one direction Taylor mm. ever have they just don't have that same pull like now i do feel like not so about the music industry but i do feel like it's become so tainted with you know do you know how we always say when someone's like a studio what's the what's the word a plant uh industry plant oh
0: yeah yeah a flower
2: I'm not going to accuse most of the newest artists of being industry plants because I know most of them aren't. But if your fame has just been completely catapulted by apps like TikTok, where you make a fucking shitty song and it's still catapulted to the top of the, it just doesn't feel like a genuine stream to me. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a genuine number one to me. That's because true, people yeah. are only listening to it because it was on TikTok, you know, it's oh like one God of them songs God. that just gets stuck in your head. Yeah.
1: And you know what it is as well? I don't I don't see I don't know what it is. I guess cause I spend so much time around my little cousins and stuff and little people that are like when well, my age when like bloody Taylor just in one direction all that my man were doing bits. I don't see them getting excited over people that we like we got, got excited over people. I don't mm-hmm. see anyone like I'm here thinking, Oh, do you like Olivia Rodrigo? Do you like and they're like, Yeah, I like her. It's not like a thing of like I would create a stand account for her. I'm, I'm obsessed. Yeah. Like, I'm obsessed about all the drama. I'm this, I'm that, I'm that. It's not this. I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's the UK kids that are not like this anymore, but it's just not the same. Like, they don't give the same energy over artists like we used to give over artists. Furthermore, I'd be seeing kids that age getting obsessed over the artists that we got obsessed
2: over. Like, there's little kids that like, are 13, 14. Think... This is their first yeah. Taylor Swift album I'm... rollout for them. How that they get obsessed over? Like, I'm not going to lie. Well, like K-pop has absolutely snatched Western audiences from Western artists because the way that like kids get excited over NCT dropping an album is not the Mad. same way you're getting excited over Olivia Rodrigo or anyone else like that I don't know maybe it's because the k-pop industry really fed into the aspects of the western industry that the rest of us were interested in you know like the closeness with the artists the parasocial relationship the parasocial relationship the and
0: parasocial relationship
2: they, they stretch the parasocial relationship to the point where bro. this doesn't feel like some idol across the world this feels like my brethren bro I know everything about him
0: but you know like that can be translated not just on like, the music side people have been been doing that over like the shows the tv shows that film shit that we used to watch back in the day like there's just so many parts of pop culture that like people are really obsessing with and it's like i don't know if everyone's just screaming out for nostalgia if we're all going through it but the way that people are holding on to stuff that we grew up with and the way that even we are doing ourselves with things that the people before not people before us goodness me like the generation before us, what they used to watch and sing, like it's just every there's like every year there's like a recycle of a, like a resurgence. I'm not really seeing anything completely new or quote unquote future okay. futuristic. Like we're in 2021, obsessing over the 2000s. Like I don't, I don't know what this means for us. You know? <laughs> you
2: know what? I'm not gonna lie. Our parents are in the 2000s, getting going crazy over you know Backstreet Boys, NSYNC. When NSYNC broke up, when the Backstreet Boys stopped. You know, it's like a cycle that keeps on going, but I'm not seeing the newest, you know, Backstreet Boys right now. And oh. then I'm Obviously, well, we can talk about BTS. BTS are bigger than the Backstreet Boys. They're bigger than everyone right now. But for, for a Western audience, like a Western artist for a Western audience, I'm not seeing it. The West has kind of... Apart from rap and R&B, it's been plummeting.
1: I, I, I don't think there's just... I don't know. Maybe it's not not been enough time has gone by since those times. Like, really and truly... Like, that era probably ended when, you know, Justin became grown and One Direction broke up.
2: You know what I mean? When Justin started smoking weed.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean? When he started started uh, being uh, a rebel rouser. uh, So, like, I think that era hasn't gone by long enough for it to become a new thing of, like... One Direction came out, like, a a decade after The Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and all that, man. You know what I mean? So I think we need another... To be fair, yeah, maybe we need another decade to go by... Or something or like five years. I have no clue. But yeah, there's
0: so just even nothing. Even then, like, even then, because even then, like, even Drake is now what is he? 35. And I know he's like one of the few people now that has all in a chokehold, whether we like to admit it or not. But that man's 35. Kanye's how well old? Ever old? 40. Also, I'm so all sorry. The Disney girls a- next year are turning 30. I'm just saying. All the Disney girls, Demi, Selena, or them man, the ninety-two, the ninety-two babies, they're turning. They.
1: They're the other day I had like I was looking at an interview of Selena and I was like I haven't seen her in time. She's looking a bit grown. I was like, wait a minute, she's pushing dirty,
0: as cut deeper. She's not yeah, she's not bro. No but I when thought you said that Kanye, she was turning thirty. Yeah, I thought she was turning thirty because there was a, there's I went to Sephora yesterday, and there was like her makeup line because obviously it's not available here.
1: Yeah, and the
0: picture of her, she just looks grown. Like she looked dirty. <laughs>
1: But you know who does, Taylor Swift doesn't age? I was watching an interview with Taylor Swift and I was like, she really could still be 21, 22. Like, I don't know. She does not how age.
2: Dare did my, how dare my friend text me the other day and just send me around random picture of Taylor Swift and was like, oh, you look like her. And I was like, excuse me. Do you know where it, you know it is? You're tall. <laughs> <laughs> Let me show no, you what, else. No, no, what tall. else?
1: And you know how she's got like the, like, um, the, uh, the, uh, the, said, the, it's the, the eyes. Eye. It's the way the it's eyes look.
0: Yeah, it's and, it's going, going and when on. you put the liner
1: yeah, it's that, yeah, 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 I mean, you can sit like that, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's got yeah,
1: like yeah, you know, if, if Taylor you're not a white
0: black,
1: woman, though, she's <laughs> no, got remixes okay. of black women, yeah. Oh, but no, God. when you said Kanye, yeah, I want, I want, uh, I just wanted to, I just remembered something. I remember there was, do you know that point in Taylor Swift's career when everybody hated her? Um, yeah. and the, everybody, I felt bullied into, um, hating this white woman saying, Hi, you stand on a white man. Hi, 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 hi. Fuck all of you. Fuck all of you who had me changing my mind thinking, Oh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't even that like good. Listening to Red again just made me think,
0: Why? Wrong. Why did I ever listen to these bullies on the internet? I, this is my favorite white woman. <laughs> my, yeah, we, white woman. Do you know what? It's fine because even then she's really bringing it back for all of the us lot who, didn't appreciate it at the time and even if we did appreciate it at the time there's something about hearing it now that hits different to when I was 15 like I'm, I'm when I'm 14 15 and I'm listening to it I think this is cute I'm deep, not really deep in the lyrics but I was listening to it now you're listening to it and you're like oh literally ooh, that's a oh, also there was a new, there's a new song on there called um um
1: thing in a bottle something in a bottle for the word, the, the satin in a bottle. What's it called? Not genie in the bottle. What's it called? Uh, genie it's called. In a bottle. You got a message in a bottle, yeah? Convinced it's about Harry Styles. Convinced it's about Harry Styles.
2: It it might oh, be. Harry Styles, Harry Styles just seems like the worst lover ever imaginable. I'm so sorry. Like, wallahi. <laughs> he just seems so like I love him. I love him so much. Don't get interested. But to date him just seems like such a chore.
1: It does seem like such a chore. Every woman, every single woman yeah. got different. I
0: think, the, I think dating teenage him was probably a chore. Yeah. Him now. It's probably, it's probably, yeah, it's probably all right no, now. It's
1: still a know. chore. It's still a chore. Do you see what a, a little, what, abuse, Olivia What's her name? Olivia Wilde gets, gets on a daily basis. Yeah. Especially, no you know, more than anything,
2: it's the Larrys. It's the people that think him and Louis are still.
0: They're t- still around. They're still- well, they're they're
2: still the only person that they like, like Harry's and Larry's alike have ever liked was like that one French model that he dated, Camille something. No, they hate her too. For what reason? She's just sexy. That's yeah, what they, 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 they hate, hate her, her too. too um, she's apparently they
1: think like that- Islamophobic or something phobic or Xenophobic. She's something apparently. No. She's I'm something Brian. bad, I'm
0: apparently. French. I'm crying, she's French. <laughs> I was, I was I was about I was about to say it. I'm not gonna lie like it doesn't shock me like they hate <laughs> her it's on, and that doesn't shock me at all and that song is allegedly about her um cherry or something like that yeah her I voice is on
1: song. it her voice she's she's like um there's really a, a song uh, about I'll Taylor be bro I was watching something maybe he recently. has there is a bear, apparently best songs about Taylor something great on mid that memories is about Taylor Swift apparently
0: I was gonna say they must have like, hidden it in the in the one D caught somewhere with yeah. a with a line because it's five of them.
1: Apparently also Sweet Creature is about her too, but then also people have theories that it's about Louis. So who fucking knows? There is no theory that anything is about Louis. Guys, let it go. Guys, no, I'm yeah, not going to lie to you. If you get onto the, the tic- um, Larry side of TikTok, you can be convinced. And then you have to snap out of it.
0: <laughs> listen, we're then about to, to go into 2022. We we need everybody to snap out of it. It's sad. It's corny. It's done. Please There's let a it whole go. subculture,
1: guys. There's a whole subculture. They've
0: They've officially been broken up for longer. They've been together. These youth go. have
1: had kids. The youth has had a kid. Louis has had. They've, they've, they've said that this, this kid is not real. They have denied his kid. Like, they're not going to be convinced by anything. If they can't be convinced by a child that looks exactly like him,
0: <laughs> they will not be convinced. Don't you just have to let them stay in their Looney Tunes household. Nothing will the, What oh, else God.
1: they say, they say, ah, oh, um, you could have a kid and still be in a, um, like, you could still be, like, you know, in a relationship, like, he could still be together and he had a kid. Okay, but, like, the
2: thing like, is, they you know- <laughs> no longer have the homophobia of, you know, the, two, the 2010s looming <laughs> over them. It's a well known fact that Harry is not straight why wouldn't he come out with this apparent love affair that he has with Louis? After all this time, why wouldn't he just come out and say, hey, guys, yeah, we're together. No, no stress. You, that was, that's also, always been my beef with it. Like, yeah, even in 2012. Like,
0: like, also, this is the thing. Just respect what people say about themselves. If they yeah, say like there in one point. way.
2: I'm not going to lie. Maybe it's because I think Zayn is sexier than Louis, but Bro? I... Sorry. You're gonna, you can, you can also be convinced mm, that, yeah. like, I was, I was,
1: I, I was watching YouTube videos at one point, right? You can be convinced that even Zane and Harry were things. Like, you can be convinced any single way. Wherever you, you switch it up, yeah? <laughs> the way they have evidence, there are people that actually think Zane and Harry were, co- like, were together. And Harry was the most heartbroken when he left because, you know, they had a thing and apparently Adore You is about, is about Zane. Like, <laughs> Harry
2: was just pissed off because he wanted to leave first. That's all it was. He told Zane, listen, I'm dipping. Good looks, and then Zayn went and said "lol." and then left first. The Harry couldn't. Yeah, speaking no, of it, Zayn, um,
0: you either way. Speaking of Zayn, um, hold tight. Um, he's you know currently going through legal issues because he allegedly pushed Yalanda Hadid, and that's still developing. But that's all that to say. Red two point uh, splendid stuff. It's amazing. Splendid. Um, oh, I'm very happy that Adam made her push it to a week earlier because I'm very happy to have it now. Because Adal next week is what really I'm going to be focused on, of course.
2: I love Adal's pressure. I love Adele's pressure so much,
0: and I can't wait to hear I that like album.
2: Pressure.
0: Like the, the pressure she has on everybody's necks, and all she's doing is chilling villain. I can't believe it. But um, quickly before we move on to between us, I was watching um, Ed Sheeran on the half cast episode, and I never really deeped it, but like he said that he felt um, he feels like quite accepted. By his black kids a bit more than his like white pop counterparts. And I never really deeped it that way, but now that I look back, it's kind of true. Like, besides Taylor Swift, I don't really know him key keying too much with like the pop scene, if that makes sense. And he really was like widely accepted among us, like, whether we liked him or not. But I just find it very interesting because I never thought somebody like Sheeran would be thinking stuff like that. you know what I mean?
1: To be fair, that is kind of true. I guess maybe. Now, in the pop industry, he's very much accepted because he's a hitmaker. Like, you have Ed Sheeran right in your, your bars and your... Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're going you're gonna to get a hit. But, like, in terms of his early career, that's 100% true. Like, people did not rate him at all. Like, especially people that like him, the singer-songwriters, like, they are just not catching a vibe with him. It's like same kind of beef of, like, him and Taylor Swift. Like, they reached astronomical fame quite quickly and people discredited their like actual talent am i frozen oh mm-hmm. no okay because you were, serena was so still like couldn't I mean, like i was like is the whole thing frozen um but um yeah no like people discredited their like talent and their whatever even though their pens are sick like they are actually really good writers um but yeah like i was like surprised that nobody rang him or like all he's like because i feel like he has so many industry friends but like you're telling but, me they're the only ones that are like congratulating you and what you call it like, this
0: way like Maybe in the last couple of years, everyone's forced to accept him because, you know, above, he's above everybody now. But in the comma, if you look around his circles and whatnot, yeah. his bestie at the time was Jamal from SBTV. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's all it needs to say. I just found it very interesting because obviously he ended up being a cheerleader. And now everybody wants to be his best friend. But I was like, damn, I yeah. want to fuck with the A-team like that. Yeah. It Do know what is that, now that was the- a bar
1: the black culture as well i hate that they started trying to call him a culture vulture we trying to act like he is here taking from like black art. like i feel like that's actually like they that's actually so wrong like i feel like he's one of the few it's white artists where i feel like he's yeah. actually a very appreciative and like yeah. doesn't try and like take from the black culture like he's very much himself and he will but he will also do a collab with a black artist and you're also yeah.
0: like and also I mean, like in the world of in the time of jesse nelson please let's ah. not disrespect Ed Sheeran. i'm sorry but like please let's not do a dirty like this i beg
1: literally like i don't know it was very insightful that interview is very interesting like yeah i just yeah i just mad how he felt like it's i'm glad he said it as well because people i've had people like for example when we talked about and saying why does everybody hate in one of the episodes that we did yeah i had people come into my dms yeah and say like "Ah, oh, but he he's a culture vulture he came into that he came and claimed that he's the best um He won an award for the best urban artist, best urban artist or something like that. This was in 20. I went and did my research, looked at it, and this was in 2014. And it doesn't say he'd said it. It says some next award said said it. Like I think it was like, I don't know what award it was, but it was
0: not his fault. And I was
1: like, it's not his fault. So I'm glad he's now gone on the record and said it like his face is there, his mouth is there, the words are coming out of his mouth, saying, I did not want that. Like I didn't want to like accept this. I didn't want to he got a mobile award apparently. Like, I don't want this mobile award, like I am not a black person. I'm not, I'm not trying to come and take from black artists.
2: Respectfully, I feel like people who aren't like people who don't live in London, first of all, and people who aren't like within the London culture don't really understand that being a culture vulture is a lot easier to do when it's like, I don't know, London isn't as diverse. And like, the thing is, people call Adele a culture vulture. Do you remember when she went, when she went to Carnival? (laughs) how how could we forget how
0: could we forget her in carnival
2: exactly but then even her wearing like the jamaican thing and stuff like that they don't understand i'm not gonna lie i'm somali you could call me a culture vulture for um jamaican culture because that's london culture
0: i I agree i mean mean, the the young Wagwans that we do and the young Wagwans that we do and all of that stuff like it contributes
2: no literally black British culture is London culture and I feel like that's what a lot of people keep on forgetting it's very easy to go from like you know the boring white side no offense guys to more like just do you know what yeah someone said is Wagwan a slur an American said is Wagwan a slur who can say Wagwan and it's like I feel like that just kind of describes why even him like winning best urban yeah I don't agree with it but blaming him for it, instead of blaming the award ceremony, instead of blaming the MOBOs, instead of blaming those people and just putting it all on him because he decided to immerse himself in London culture is just a bit weird to me.
0: All I was going to say on that is, also you have to look at, he's not holding anybody hostage to work with him. Everybody that works with him, they do it on their own accord because they resonate with him. And that should be fine. Like, it's not that deep. I just found that very, very interesting. Right guys, so this is the part of the podcast where we talk about what we've been listening to, what we've been vibing to, and we put it all on a lovely playlist we'd like to listen to on Spotify. It's called Father The Playlist, go check it out, and we also have monthly recaps of everything we listen listening to each month. So go check that out too, since it's going to be December soon, not really, by anyways, way. Um, I'm going to kick things off, so this week, alongside all the Tales of Madness, there's actually been other music that's dropped. And my first pick of the week has to come from an evening with Silk Sonic, um, a piece of work that it feels like I we wouldn't waiting the entire year for, and they had the cheek to almost release it next year. But it's Anderson Pike and Bruno Mars. They dropped a nine-song project, which again sets the tone of why you should keep your albums at 12 maximum and stop giving us essays. And the song that I'm putting on is... Put on a Smile, which is track number six. Boy, Bruno is singing, singing in this one. Like, he is it for his entire life, and it's just sensational to hear. And then my next, next song obviously has to come from Red 2.0, only because um, it was all we've been talking about. And the song that I'm actually going to pick is Gonna Be Red in itself. Like, it's just, I don't know... Everything about that song itself, it being the title track, I feel like it's not underrated, but it wasn't as big as a moment for me personally, but it's just, it sets the precedent for the whole album. And I'm just, I'm loving this whole nostalgia era of going back and listening to it. And it's just, yeah, shout out T Swizzle. She's a go. Do you want to go next Serena or do you want me to go next?
2: I'll go next. Um, <clears throat> Unsurprising, why not old picks, but anyway. Um, the first one is Stupid Girl by Pink. And you know what? Yeah. I know we've been speaking a lot about Taylor Swift, but I love me a good dose of misogyny sometimes. Pink, with her incredible voice, really did bits with the whole, I don't want to be a stupid girl. Because as a child, I was, I don't want to be a stupid girl either. I did not want to be a stupid girl either. Um, my next pick is Prima Donna by Marina. My Prima Donna love-
1: girl. I love that song. <laughs>
2: I just love myself some Marina man. But yeah, those are the songs I've been listening to way too much this week. Auntie Asma
1: um my first pick I'm gonna go for a vault track from Taylor Swift um it's the one I mentioned earlier on the show a message in a bottle I love me a song that's about Harry Styles and um I'm convinced this one is about Harry Styles no one can um tell me otherwise and I'm praying and gagging for 1989 to be the next album she records in the video people said that um the car they were driving was a 1989 car um, Please. but knowing her, she might even leave 1989 to last because that's her biggest album. Last. So, mm. I am going to be waiting and gagging people. Have also like just are dying for basically a re recorded version of style to have Harry Styles on it just because of that one Grammy mm-hmm. interaction. And I am going to clutch at them straws too. I want that too. I want Harry Styles, even if it's not a style, just any, anywhere on the album, any vault track, any if you want to just drop Harry Styles in it, she dropped Phoebe Bridges in one of the songs on. Red, so why not you know what I mean so I would be so iconic imagine having Harry Styles on the that album that's about him so
0: yeah it's true <laughs> um, I thought I would ask people for too much though only because they're friends now we sort of interact with the Grammys yeah
1: and she, you know she says she says she listens to her fans if her fans are going for it come on come through babe come through let's let's, let's have a soon. cheeky uh Harry and Taylor moment you know I mean people call it them that like, Taylor people don't them, go back
2: there Taylor,
1: no, but but now, okay, like okay, now that they're that. like both in happy relationships, you know what I mean? Like life has changed. Like people call them, you know like Stans call them like people that shit them, Just call them their divorced parents. <laughs> Basically,
0: they <laughs> weren't doing parents.
2: Psychos. Taylor, baby, ignore these psychos. You don't need this bad energy in your think, life. Do you know Very what's so respectfully you're still bad energy? You do you know what?
1: do you know what's so crazy? Like like and uh, now, after all these years, like the Gen Z, like the young fans or whatever, they actually love Halo, like they love Taylor is an idea, a concept, they're obsessed with them. Like she's probably the one of the most beloved of his of his of his conquests of his
2: girlfriends. She deserves better. She, she deserves doesn't. better. And she has better. Not she a lie. will get better.
0: She has like a, better. She's, she got a London she's boy. Still good.
2: You know, I love a London boy. Yeah. Anyway. Taylor, <laughs> why did Taylor Lautner propose to his girlfriend named Taylor as well? What is this? No, why does he bad. like people with the same name as him? Is he okay? What's the what's word and no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, she marries him, I think his last name. She's Taylor Lautner as well.
0: Lori, that's sick and twisted. Uh, but I said, um, I wanted to give a a special mention to a song that I've been banging out because of my birthday. It's not a good song at all, but um, it fit the theme. You know that tw- 23 song with Mary Cyrus and Mike Woman? You know what's so crazy? The song is awful. Do you know what's the song so crazy? is awful, but I've been banging it out.
1: I was going to make that my third song in honor of you. <laughs> Up in the club with my shades on, but Tad it up mini skirt with my jays on, jays on my. <laughs> but um, anyways, that, that, that song, I,
0: song is so shit. But nothing, I'm so credit for it. When I
1: tell but you, yeah, when get... I turn 23, that song is going to be wheeled up. Soundtrack. five Times the soundtrack okay, to my 23rd year. I'm telling you now for free. Okay. But my second song is um, so Little Mix released their essentially their greatest hits album, uh, called Between Us. Guys, I said this last week. I have, I think, did I say this last week? I bought a vinyl. I don't own a record player. I bought the vinyl of this album. It still hasn't arrived. I'm stressed, but I bought the vinyl of this album just because it was signed. And I just wanted to have this iconic moment for myself. Just so in like generations to come, I can tell my youths, yeah, we had record, pl- Do I, did I own a record player? I'm lying. We had yeah, a record player. <laughs> and <You're gonna laughs> and I had this signed kids. antique vinyl of like Lil' Greatest Hits album. Anyways, the song I'm going to pick from that is going to be their new single called No. I was going to pick cut you off, but I didn't want to start drag back the Jessie drama again. But, um, yeah, no, which is, I love the music video. Like they're dressed as like these housewives who like, who's like men are like babies. <laughs> and there's like, and it's just like, I don't know, just the, the aesthetic of the, of the music video. My fave Jade is looking scrumdily umptious. Um, uh, mainly for the music video, I'm picking that song. It's called no, but yeah, that's all my
0: picks for this week. So we so got a little announcement and the announcement is this has been season one (laughs) this has been season one um we decided this is gonna be season one and your girls are taking a break
2: a well-deserved break yeah we are we are tired we have me and Asma have uni yeah and we're all working women so do all that we just need the next like we're probably going to aim for new year yeah we'll be back in the new year hopefully Hopefully 2022 is going to see us a lot more happier, mentally stable, woof with woof degrees. Woof <laughs> woof Inshallah. Literally. You're still our New Year resolutions now. Yeah,
1: guys, you've already got... Um, start clean off again. <laughs> Season
2: two. Um, Tarina's going to be married. that,
0: <laughs> I'm now that would be the life. biggest, biggest plot twist. Biggest Biggest guy.
1: After a year of saying, I hate men on, on a podcast.
2: I still hate men. I just want to hate men while I'm married to one. That's all it is. <laughs> Respectfully,
0: I get that. I get that. But yeah, um, have a Merry Christmas. <laughs>
1: And a happy new year. We wish, Merry we wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We
2: wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Good tidings <laughs> That's
0: we bring That's to you, lovely you lovely. and your family. It's very thing. <laughs> that? But what was I going to say? Yeah, we're just going to take a bit to chillax, sort our lives out a bit. Let so Hollywood great. rest as well. Let celebrities
1: pop culture rest stop releasing music it's christmas it's time for, yeah, the, for the christmas songs to come out um,
0: Ooh, mariah Carey. mariah carey, <laughs> carey. yeah unless you're mariah christmas. carey unless you're mariah carey or michael buble we respectfully don't unless you're those two um travis scott sort your life out hold tight the pop culture faves. We're going to be hibernating for now but that doesn't mean though that we're going to fall off the you know the face we'll of the be earth back. We'll, we'll be back, be back but also
2: to old up- our, our social media, media yeah,
0: five stars. yeah you can give us a review this is your chance to go and listen to everything else we're giving catch you a up. chance to mm-hmm. catch up And also we'll still be alive somewhat be alive on our social media in the meantime because if you know pop culture might light up again we might have something to say but just not in a podcast form but yeah
2: Okay, guys, Bye. when this episode comes out, go wish Ray a happy late birthday. Yeah, I can't lie. You'll be very late, but it's okay. I'm joking. It's going to be a day. <laughs> yeah. All right, take care, guys. Bye. 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 See you next year. Cheers.